0: to Aligned Mama
1: Podcast. We're your hosts, Samantha Kapstick and Nikki Trout. And we're partnering up because we know motherhood is hard. Like
0: really, really hard.
1: <laughs> really hard. <laughs> Get ready to equip yourself with practical tips and strategies to tackle daily trials along with insights from expert guest speakers and relatable stories from other moms just like you. Join us weekly for advice, inspiring stories, and a supportive community of moms navigating the joys and challenges of motherhood together. Welcome back, mamas. Today we have a very exciting podcast. We have Cynthia Paramathius. Did I say that right? the people on the podcast don't know (laughs) i just love her so much um in samantha's absence samantha is out this week um she has a sick kiddo at home and we've had the holidays um so while cynthia is not in college and currently taking a winter break i just said hey would you mind doing a podcast with us and she said
0: yeah (laughs) let's do
1: it (laughs) we just thought we'd take the time to share a little bit about. Her life, who she is, um, what it is like to be a college student, and especially somebody like her going a little bit against the grain, not, you know, getting off on the bad path as so many college students do. Um, but I just love how she has such a close relationship with God at such a young age. And um, I just love so many things about you. So, to jump in, do you want to give us maybe a description of where you come from?
0: Yeah. Uh, you're, you're too good to me, Nikki. <laughs> you're genuinely one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And everyone who's listening to these podcasts probably knows how wise and how much she's been through and how strong she is. So oh, just... I love you. Continue to listen, because you will always be blessed by the words coming out of this woman's mouth. Um, but yeah, my family, so I I don't know if you can tell, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm guessing. Sometimes we upload it, and sometimes it's just a snippet. So. Maybe you can hear from my voice that my dad is from Sri Lanka and my mom's from <laughs> Vietnam. Probably not, because I sound very American. Mm-hmm. But um, if you can envision that, that's what I kind of look like. <laughs> and so my dad came over from a civil war in Sri Lanka, Um, When he was, like, 18, so he, like, fled the country with just, I think, like, just a a pair of new shoes. Because they said that his shoes that he was wearing, if he was to come over in flip-flops and not tennis shoes, they would probably catch him and send him back. And um, my mom came over from the Vietnam War when she was, like, two, so both of them flew over as refugees and so my dad, he moved around to a few different countries before he, like, landed in the U.S. He kind of was, like, sent to Canada, couldn't get a visa, and then came back to the U.S. And then they were finally like, oh, yeah, you're fleeing from a country that's trying to kill you. Like, you're welcome to stay here. But at this point, neither of them were Christians. My parent my, my mom's side of the family, they were supported by Christians who, like, helped take them in. And other people who weren't Christians as well took a ton of refugees in from the Vietnam War. I don't think that they were saved at that point. I think my mom was saved after they started going to like a church in their area. They started hearing the gospel. Um, and I believe my mom was saved through that, but she, their doctrine wasn't clear and their doctrine wasn't solid. And so because of that, my mom ended up going to, like, a cult of Scientology, which was the one that Tom Cruise was on. So oh, it's, interesting. Yeah, a little... <laughs> Those are hard to escape out of, I uh, hear. Yeah, <laughs> but they did... My mom did at some point when she just realized, like, wow, this is really controlling, and that's something that, like, really scared me growing up was that realizing that people kind of deceive... Can, can deceive you in the name of Jesus Christ and that Satan is the father of all lies, and then realizing that, like, it hurt my mom so much and realizing, like, I could be deceived and that, like... The only thing I can trust is the Bible, Mm -hmm. and so um, that was just kind of like a small little facet of that, but then my dad, he came over, and then they kind of met in New York at a coffee shop, so cute. Yeah, he was making smoothies, like by Hunter College, Mm -hmm. and they met, and they were like sitting on a bench together, and we, uh, yeah, so then they met, and um, then they worked through College and my dad. I thought he had gotten saved through my mom, but instead, actually, he got saved through a co worker while working for Boeing on an airplane. Aww. Yeah, so um, that's how my parents like after they were dating or before. Um, after they were dating, so right. they were married at this mm-hmm. point. So that's when my parents got saved. But when you talk to my dad, his story is a little bit more interesting because when he came over, right, he was Hindu still, and so when he lived in Sri Lanka, like they worshiped those hindu gods and then when he came to america he's like okay so the americans have an american god and so um that's when he started to like accept the american god because he's like okay, oh, i'm in a new country i need to i need to worship this god but he realized that people in america when they would pray to their god they like believe that he they were, that god was going to do something for them like mm-hmm. like you like people like you really yeah. who when they pray to god they believe that god is going to do something for them and god pulls through because the god of the bible is the yeah. only one that's real yeah and so when he would pray to the Hindu gods, he would pray to them and like they would go to the temple. And I mean, his grandmas and just different things. Like, like I think around their time, like, that's literally when Amy Carmichael was like saving children out of, you know, temples. You know, like that's mm-hmm. kind of what he, that, not what, I, won't, I, won't, I don't want to say that's what he like grew up around, but when I talked to my cousins, That's kind of, like, their thought process. Like, you have to go to be a part of the community. You have to go and worship these Hindu gods. Mm -hmm. And, like, everyone does it almost. And I would say that in America, there's sometimes that that feeling like, oh, everyone goes to church on Christmas or Easter. But, like, sometimes they don't really know what it's about. And so when my dad came here, that's kind of how he thought it was going to be. And then he realized, like, no, this God is real. And this God is, like, a God who can save and a God who you can trust in. And um, so that's kind of what I was raised with mm-hmm. was like my parents who were both saved but kind of didn't really have like a firm foundation because my mom's side of the family they're they're buddhist so kind of goes interesting how they yeah. found
1: christianity and then uh fast forward to they had four kids right five, five. why am i like being dumb five that's okay kids. you didn't
0: you haven't really seen bethany yeah. okay. sister yes
1: yeah okay five kids and um were you all homeschooled from the beginning
0: yeah yeah, we were homeschooled and my parents have always done foster care to some extent. So when I was growing up, I really only remember like having foster siblings with in mm-hmm. our family, we were like the big family with like the van we drove around and had a good time. So we were homeschooled and then we did co-ops.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um where you go to school for like one day a week and then for third grade I went to public school. So I kind of have like that in my mind. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I know what public schools are like." Yeah. And I still would choose to be homeschooled why is that um I would still choose to be homeschooled because I think that you can pace yourself it's just like you're not stuck with like the average pace Mm -hmm. because the teacher is like dividing her attention with like 21 different kids which awesome for her like I want to be a teacher I'm actually being trained to be a teacher so I'm (laughs) going to be doing this (laughs) um (laughs) so um but I like love it now like now I have a hunger to educate and I have a hunger to like create the minds that will be our like future government yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but more, more than teaching and more than education like a mission yeah, yeah
0: yeah and I think I think that like a lot of I think a lot of um just mothers in general kind of feel that where they're like wow I really want to invest into my my kid and yeah. make sure that they can like excel and not only just like excel to be like successful per se but to like Excel so that they can, like, love others better and do more and, like, live a full life and, like, charge at the world around them instead of just, like, having everything kind of act upon them. So, yeah, I would choose to be homeschooled because I enjoyed the free time that I had. I enjoyed um, being able to pace myself. But I did actually take a lot of, like, college courses while I was in high school. So, like, I graduated high school with my associates. And that was through college courses. So really I did have like a, a a classroom schedule, but each, each child is different too. So what works for one kid will like, could not work for another kid or it could. And so kind of like, right. Go by child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One thing as a side note that I really love about your mother, your mother is such a loving person and she is always Serving other people, or bringing, like you said, back in the day, you did a lot of fostering with your family. Um, I know there was a family um, that was reaching out to me that needed help, and I remember, and this was, I don't know, six months ago, I was reaching out to all of my network, and even trying to reach out to my church, and I wasn't getting much traction. And I'm like, I'm saving onto auntie, onto's her mother's name. I'm saving her for the end because I know she won't say no. And literally. I got like nothing from i I didn't get much traction so i was like hey called her up one day and i said hey um there's some kids that might need a place to go just you know somebody needs help and she's like sure just let me know you know so your mom is again one of those people that i hold in really high regard and i see what she's produced in you and also what i love about your mom You shared a story, if you don't mind me sharing. Oh, no, go ahead. (laughs) I think um, you guys all went to Florida. Were you there, or was it Vivian? You guys all went to Florida, and I think the budget... Um, you guys came back and you told me the budget was $30. And I was like, oh, $30 a meal between that many people. That's amazing. And they're like, no, $30 a day. Yeah. <laughs> but mom let us get the fancy ramen noodles. <laughs> I was like, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, she's a, so she's, she's so loving and but so strong too. And yeah. like being a diligent, you know, wife and mother yeah. and, you know, good with finances and too. Yeah, she's
0: good at stewarding what the Lord has given her. And yeah. I think that's something that, like, because of her past, it's really helped her. So, like, her not being able to get, like, I mean, just, uh, like, her her family was just, like, really poor growing up. Like, yeah. there's no way to avoid it. They were just really poor growing up. And, mm-hmm. like, same with my dad's family. Like, they just didn't have much, and they worked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and so now they worked their way up into this place, but they still kind of have those mentalities of, like, living without that much yeah. money, which is like which yeah. has been such a benefit to us because I like growing up like my dad works at Boeing so he he, he makes enough money but he they they don't like act like it at all. Right. They act you like they're, never Very yeah, humble. Yeah. they act like they're living like paycheck to paycheck and then they right. just give the rest of the money to yeah. like different people. Yeah. And I'm like it's I don't even I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Like what? What? What is going <laughs> on? So like it's definitely something that the Lord is definitely blessed him with and because my dad struggled with like housing and like being in different people's homes like when he didn't have a home when he was just like living with whoever because of that I think it's really open like the Lord has used that and they'll they'll tell the people who are with us like the Lord has used our lives to like in our past to like soften our hearts now and like we've like they don't even they're not even phased by like different people coming into our home all the time yeah Yeah, and you guys still have that yeah right right now we're watching two two little boys who aren't like are at all we just we see them every day it's just our life I know you guys are amazing
1: um is there anything that your mom did that you know prepared you or is there anything just like now being in college that women out there can do to prepare their young women for becoming adults and entering the real world
0: um I think it's like like for me it's like super simple like the only advice that I just give to people all the time is just like spend time in God's word and spend time with God's people And like when you do those type of, like when you do that, like he's the one who renews your mind. He's the one who renews you. And like, he's the one who gives you strength to go through your day. He gives you a purpose and a plan and all of these different things. If the Bible has everything I need for life and godliness, then I just need to spend time in it. But not, not even in an overly pious way where it's like, I need to be in this like three Mm -hmm, hours a day, four hours a day, but like really value, value what it does say, what I do understand. And I think as we grow, like he gives us more understanding and he helps us to do those things. So I think like, um, yeah, be in the word.
1: What kind of friends, like, did your mom like have you in youth groups or was she just, your parents, Mm. were they good about, you know, making sure you found the right friend groups? Is there anything
0: they did there to support what you just said? Oh yeah. Um, I would say so for like, now I'm like trying to like change my my how my brain is thinking because I'm like how did my mom raise me? <laughs> she did a great job, um, but also like my parents are like by no means perfect. But the Lord uses imperfect parents and has used imperfect parents since time passed. Like there is not a perfect set of parents in the Bible or that has ever walked the earth, and yet God has used all of these people, every single person, for His purposes and His glory, and that's really encouraging yeah. too, especially for girls who are like. This is kind of like a, not a, like a tangent, but like something that I've learned is as a woman, I am like called, in a daughter, I'm called to like submit to my dad and submit to my parents in that way. And like, I have to like remember and recognize that like God is going to use them to bring about his will in my life at this point in my life. So that's kind of a nice side note. it's hard
1: though to let go yeah. of, especially at your age, because you naturally, right, are wanting to be more independent. You yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. So. So, but as for, like, my friends, um, I would say, like, we spent a lot of time, yeah, we did spend a lot of time at youth group, we did spend a lot of time at camps, Um, getting involved in camps are really cool because you get to be along people, like, you get to work alongside people who are your age and really, like, invest into other people, and so you're put into a position where you're, like, tired and weak and weary, and yet you get to, like, have a, a, a bigger purpose than just, like, having fun, is that what i sure. But because you're doing all these things, you end up having a blast. Like, yeah. I've never regretted, like, weeks of camp. But there's all yeah. these different seasons of life. And now as an adult, my friends, the friends that I did, that the Lord honestly gave me were just, like, the friends that I went to, like, school with who would have the same viewpoints as me. And something that I tell Vivian a lot with friendships that me and my mom talk about is just, like, when sometimes as you grow, you're like, oh, man, I don't know if my friends are the people that I want to be around with, you know? Yeah. And just, like, not, like... I think we live in a very, like, cancel culture where it's like, okay, if you don't really fit right. my bubble, yeah. then we ain't talking. Yeah, we're done. Or, like, two exes and you're gone. Like, yeah. but this is for my own sanity. This is... But that's... I, it's only so helpful to a certain extent because every person's a sinner and mm-hmm. every person's gonna, like, mess up and yeah. wrong. It may be even, like, wrong you, you know? Right. And it's like a growing process where you grow with those people but if you want different friends if you want to like have a like a a friend group that you think is going to be more edifying is to instead one pray for your old friends that they'll like that the lord will transform their hearts and will grow them and you have such
1: wisdom for being <laughs> so young
0: I love you. keep going girl <laughs> no praise god because it's <laughs> definitely not me it's because i messed up okay <laughs> um and so like just like Praying for your friends, but also, like, learning and growing as a person, you will surround yourself with the people who are like-minded. People will be attracted to the person that you are. Mm -hmm. And those people who are kind of, you feel like they're dragging you down in a way, they'll either grow with you, which is what you really want. You really want people to just be sanctified and to grow with you. But if they don't, they're going to find people that that make them feel comfortable because we feel comfortable being on our, like, our, I don't know, not the same level, but we like to be comfortable with people who are like us. So I remember you being a part of friend
1: groups where you guys were digging into (laughs) books and like kind of debating amongst yourselves about, you know, theology. And I just remember thinking, how amazing is that at such a young age? So, you know, it's the iron sharpens iron and it's okay to even, you know, not agree on all of that, but how neat it is to be in a group such as that, that you're like digging into the word and reading these other books on the side in order to find the truth.
0: Yeah, I definitely found friends who called me out. If I like found someone who told me I was wrong about something, I was like instantly like more attracted to them as a person. I was like, So tell me why I'm wrong and then we we would just like talk about these things. So I think I don't know, but their personalities are very strong. We all have very strong personalities, mm-hmm. all of my friends. I wouldn't say any of us will like back down on a topic without us like really going through it. So yeah. That's I don't how you know. Learn. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: really. So um, talk about, I know that over the years you've sent letters back home. So you were away in college in Florida and you would send like letters of encouragement, motivation, inspiration to your younger siblings.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So when I was in high school, I would spend a lot of time at camp, which I've talked about already. And while I was at camp, there was like you were there for, like, three or four or, like, five weeks at a time. And so I would kind of feel guilty being with all of these young girls who are about my sister's ages, and um, yet I wouldn't be investing to my sister. So i spent all this time, and I'd be like, this is what this is what the Bible says about this, and this is what you should be learning here. And then I'd come home, and I'd be like, oh, well, Vivian and Father are good because they, they're with my parents. And then I would go back to school, and I don't know. So I just realized that it was, like, I wanted to share those lessons with them. And so I started writing them a few letters then and then they really liked it and they like looked forward I mean who doesn't love mail if you are thinking (laughs) of sending someone mail you should just do it just stop what you're doing pause the podcast or play it while you're writing this letter (laughs) and just write someone a letter and I promise you you will be so happy that you did but um I also found this um book about parenting and I don't know why I, I was. And she doesn't have kids. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to know how to do it right. I wanted to know how to parent kids. I babysit kids. I wanted to make like I don't know. I was just curious. needed to do a good job. Yeah, yeah. and um, and one day I'm gonna be a mom, Lord willing. And so I I was just yeah. So I was looking through and there was like a list of different topics that basically they were saying all kids should know before they leave your house. And I was like, oh wow I don't know some of these and they're not like crazy they're just like you know time management how to be a good steward of what you have how to be honest how to forgive people like what is modesty different things like that and so I was like wow well I don't at this at this point I was going to college I was like I don't have the time to go through and like talk through these topics with my little sisters so I'm just gonna write them to, I'm just gonna write to them while I'm at college so it was really it was really a fun time like figuring out what I believed about these topics because it wasn't even it didn't even tell you what like what to, to say what to say or what yeah. to believe about these topics like a devotional or anything like that it was just like these are the topics that everyone should know yeah as a Christian and I was like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> so what what do I believe and it's so it just like opened up a lot of different like thoughts for me like oh what do I believe about modesty okay what do I believe about um forgiving someone and why is it important like it's really nice because Vivian and Sandra have middle names that are like grace and faith so I was like perfect (laughs) let's just talk about that (laughs) so yeah there's like endless amount of things that you can write to people about and especially when you have a purpose Mm -hmm. like you yeah you can never get bored doing it but yeah, so I have just enjoyed writing letters to my sisters, and I didn't think and I
1: would. And to Syrian um, too, your brother.
0: Yeah, Syrian gets one. Or, yeah, Syrian gets one <laughs> or two. Okay. I saw one of my letters that I wrote to him in the trash, and I asked him about it, and he was like, "I just have too much clutter on my desk," and I was like, "No, you have to keep that forever." He like, "Cynthia, I read it already," and so I think I got a little butt hurt because I thought he was supposed to, you know, like laminate He's it, a boy. He, give him like another couple years. Yeah, he didn't him. laminate my letter, and it hurt my feelings. So. <laughs> But maybe I'll write him another one after
1: talking to you. Um, Okay, so I know you're very strong in your faith. Um, Tell us, tell the audience, maybe, I know this is putting you on the spot, but what does living a life with the Lord do for you, mean for you, or how does it help you as a person? Anything you want to share. What is life with, like, why is it attractive to follow the Lord? Or anything you want to share regarding God anything. and how he's impacted your life. Wow.
0: That's like a really <laughs> big, open question. You can take a minute to think. Okay. The Lord Jesus Christ being in my life. Because even as a believer, there are times when you, like, we're just prone to leave the God we love. Mm-hmm. Where, and especially, I think something that I struggle with or, and ha- like, have in the past and still do is just, like, like self-righteousness. <clears throat> and self-righteousness is just another form of pride where you're like, I am doing this or, like, I am... Right good enough and all these different things and then you just like feel like awful about yourself still because you're like oh man like I'm doing this and this and this and this and I still don't feel like God is pleased with me so whenever I'm walking with the Lord and I recognize the truth of like the fact that he has paid for my sins and that Mm -hmm. I was never good enough and that he will always be good enough and he will always be faithful and just to forgive me of my sins like it's like a continual burden that comes off of my back but also like um is just like Having the Lord in my life, he brings me so much wisdom. Like and knowledge. And you do, especially at such a young age. <laughs> you do. Yeah. It's it's truly it's truly the Lord though because whenever I was like homeschooled, just different things like that, like I wasn't pursuing knowledge in the same way. And then when the Lord came into my life and drew my heart towards him, like he filled me with all of this like all of these thoughts that definitely weren't my own. Like his his thoughts are way higher than my thoughts. Like I can only I can only like like, like I tried to read C.S. Lewis like four times. <laughs> four times. And I still haven't finished it. <laughs> the like, mere And you're an avid reader, too. Yes, I love reading. Yeah. And so, like, it just, like, any understanding that I have is from God. Mm-hmm. And I watch as, like, my friends who have decided, like, once they got out of high school, they're just like, no, I'm going to go work at a strip club. Or, like, I'm going to make easy money this way. Or yeah. I'm going to go, like, drinking with my girlfriend. Or I really don't want, like, because a lot of homeschooled kids, like, end up recognizing, like, they're just, some some of them, become a little bit sheltered, and they want to try different things, mm-hmm. and it's really just Satan, like, luring people in, because he's like, no, you're missing out, but I will tell you, like, I've never felt like I missed out on anything good, because all good things come from God, and, like, I I genuinely think that, like, I, I've even, like, I don't know, um, like, one of my friends recently called me, and she's just, like, so unhappy, and she's making like other like you know like this is, like just poor life decisions and she doesn't she's not even happy but like she's it she's just like stuck yeah. and i'm like she I was like why are you doing these things and she's like i just feel like i missed out on like partying and drinking in high school because you know we were in this really conservative friend group and i was like are you happy now like are you is did you get enough like do you ever feel like you you reached the point of like yeah i got the thrill that i wanted but no like sin just keeps you like, what is it? Sin keeps you longer than you ever wanted to stay and takes you farther than you ever wanted to go. And that's, that's how I... That's good. Say yeah. That one more time. No, sin keeps you longer than you ever wanted to stay and takes you further than you ever wanted to go. And I see that now as like a young adult. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like bashing on them. I'm bashing on... It's just truth. Yeah, the, the, but the depravity of sin and how it corrupts people because none of them are happy but they're chasing this idea of happiness and I'm actually having to see that with my friends. And so I would say the Lord gives us so much wisdom and like, he just asks us to obey. And that's when I realized like now, As I get older, like he just asks us to obey, and then as we get older, we understand. And I think when I was younger, I was like, I need to understand exactly why God says these things. Like, why does God tell me to Mm -hmm. rest on the Sabbath? Like, why does God tell me to obey my parents? Why does God tell me to tithe? And now I'm like, oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. And so I think when I was younger, I heard a lot, and like, if if you're listening and you hear this a lot of like oh well you're just following christianity because it's easy be or like because you don't have to you grew up in it yeah you, know. you grew up in it you, it's, you don't have to think for yourself i would just like i would just encourage you to continue <laughs> really continue because like he's the god of truth and nothing that he says is false and nothing is meant to harm you but to give you like prosperity and life mm-hmm. and so Maybe I don't have, like, a, like, so, like, maybe I don't have a story where it's, like, okay, before I was, yeah. you know, on drugs. But, <laughs> like. You better never. Yeah. <laughs> I After will this hunt podcast, you down. I, I made my testimony a little bit spicier. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I still made really poor decisions. But that's not what this podcast is about right now. <laughs> but, um. But yeah. you're human too. Yeah. yeah, and that's
1: that's. But despite that, I, this is what I always tell the boys. You know, sin sin breeds sin, and I always I talk to them almost every night about the good path and about the bad path. And the further you get from the good path, the harder it is to get back on. Just kind mm-hmm. of like what you said. Yeah. So it. I mean, if you're making little mistakes, we all are. But you know, you keep coming to God, you repent, and you know, just you continue in that relationship. You're not going to get off on that bad path because you're not going to get perfect on the good path either you know yeah but it is really really hard to get back on once you
0: get that far off yeah it is it is and that's something that like hurts hurts as a friend to see your friends go kind of off um i guess on the bad path and like but recognizing that like the best minister that god had was paul who's persecuting christians and hated them and like it's so beautiful to like have that story of redemption for all people and i absolutely uh, yeah, definitely encourage your kids to not make bad decisions. Yeah. It's just really encouraging to think about how God is able and willing and wants to restore all people. So if you're listening and, like, Nikki was saying, there's, like, you know, people who are, you know, thinking about it or they're, like, on the edge or on the fence. Um, Like, God is God – It like, if you think – because if you think that you're too far gone, yeah, you're not. And – the God of the universe loves and cares for you. And it's so evident, not only in his word, but like take a moment to think about the creation around you and how he cares for the sparrows and how he cares for the trees and how he, like there are all these leaves that are falling to the ground and he knows each and every leaf. And he, he takes care of this entire world because he's good. And he wants you and he wants to care for your details. The, for the details of your life um and he can restore and redeem anything literally anything yeah and if you haven't ever tasted and
1: seen you know it's okay to go to god in a prayer silent prayer and say show me help me find you you know but i i I'm, I heard this once a long time ago. Just jump in the river. You don't go and you don't stop drinking or stop whatever bad habits you're doing, and then get good enough to finally say, Okay, God, here I am. Yeah. No, you just jump in the river. Jump in there. Over time, He's going to refine you. Your path may, might have started way further off than some of the people, and that's okay. Like your convictions come between you and God, you know, as you walk and you get refined, you know, in time. But taste and see, because it is so good. It is abundantly good. There is this most beautiful contentment you'll have for the first time in your life. And look at like Sadie's situation, like through the depths of the pit, through the harshest of hells that I've ever gone through. um, You know, he brought Sadie out of it and she has a miracle of still having both of her eyes. And she is the most charming, Mm -hmm. amazing, smart little kid. And we've have this abundant friend group. I mean, just our cup overflows. We have no debt other than our mortgage. I mean, I could go on and on about like the Mm -hmm. blessings, despite how this horrible, horrible hardship. But the contentment, again, that it brings and then this women's community and just, you know, the purpose and the mission in life, which I really feel like is just to love others. Just yeah. like, you know, it says, you know, above all things, love God, love others. But um, if you've never tasted, you know, a relationship with God, I just just pray, ask him to help him, help you find him. And I guarantee you, you will never want to go back. No, Ever. Any final thoughts or any words of wisdom <laughs> for any the final audience? Final thoughts or
0: words of wisdom? Sometimes they just come to me whenever I'm like laying in the middle of my bed. So you have, <laughs> I'll call you up. I'll call you up. Um, Elizabeth Elliott also had a podcast. <laughs> and Did she really? Well, she didn't have a podcast. Sorry. Her daughter runs a podcast okay. for her and like, gotcha. plays her old. Th- I Maybe mean, she did have a podcast. I yeah. don't know. But it, didn't, it wasn't on Spotify. Yeah. Not, not back as, in the day. I don't back in the even day, did they? Even whatever podcast. Yeah, yeah. whatever podcast. Spotify yeah. was back then. Um, and she just like had something that she says where it's like, you are held in his everlasting arms, something that's along good. those lines. And I just think that's a beautiful thought. Yeah. So yeah. I'll sign off with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you keep
1: doing what you're doing. Keep inspiring your generation and your siblings and, you know, the generations to come. And we just pray for the best for you and your future career endeavors with teaching And hopefully stay-at-home momming in the future. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Well, thank you so very much for being on the podcast. I really love you, girl. And I hope this has inspired some women out there. And maybe you will, um, you know, have your daughters or your nieces listen to this podcast too and be inspired and, you know, hopefully find, um, I don't know, more joy in the Lord. So thank you so very much for listening. Thank you. (laughs) Do you really wear lime green?
0: I'm not going (laughs) to confirm or deny that on a podcast. See you next time, mamas. Thanks for listening
1: to another Aligned Mama podcast. We hope you found value in today's topic. For more mama resources, go to alignedmamas.com, follow us on social, and join our Aligned Mamas community Facebook group to connect with other moms just like you. We'd like to hear from you. Have a podcast topic? Want to get in touch with us? Want to share your story as a guest? Email us at mamas at gmail.com. See yeah. you next time. I can see
0: through my feelings now. I can see clear through my mind. And the secret shut my eyes, to shut my eyes and see.